0: This is episode 22 of The Shauna Kay Show. So many women are frustrated with their inability to lose weight. Is this you? Maybe you've tried every diet in the book. What's going on? Why is it that what you used to do isn't working now? Now, I want you to tune in today with diet guru, Tony Stephen, as we deep dive into these questions and more. Now, Tony is a registered dietitian that has been featured as a nutrition expert on platforms such as Fox News, Women's Health, The Huffington Post, and Reader's Digest. He's the owner of Tony Stephen Fitness and Nutrition, and uh, which is an online nutrition coaching company, where he teaches clients how to achieve their aesthetic and performance goals through a flexible approach to nutrition. You're going to love this episode. Welcome to the Shauna Kay Show. I'm your host, Shauna Kaminsky, health, wellness, and anti-aging specialist, and the best-selling author of the book, Lose Your Menopause Belly. I'll provide simple lifestyle hacks for you to regain your health and get your sexy back. Tune in for practical, easy, actionable steps to upgrade your health today. Hey, Tony, thank you so much for being here.
1: Hey, Shauna, thank you. I truly appreciate your time. I'm excited to be here and deliver whatever value I can for you and your listeners.
0: Oh well, I know that it's going to be over the top. Let's just dig right in because, you know, weight loss is such a hot topic, especially with women over forty. A lot of people are very frustrated, and I'm just going to, you know, lay it out. Why can't women lose weight?
1: Well, that's a that's a very good question. That's a very uh, deep question. You know, I would say for most people, it would start with number one, just lacking awareness, right? So of course, I don't know individual circumstances here, but for most people, lacking awareness. So um, I've had this happen countless times. I'm sure you've had this happen countless times as well with coaching so many women. Um, You get someone who comes in and like you said, they are very frustrated because on paper, they're doing everything right. They are eating healthy. They're eating clean. They're eating what they perceive to be, you know, really well balanced and healthy. Uh, they're working out, they're going to the gym, right? They're doing the cardio, they're doing all that stuff, but they're just so perplexed why they're not, like you said, losing weight, why they're not, you know, uh, losing body fat or achieving their aesthetic results that they want to achieve. And it really is just due to that fundamental lack of awareness of just because you're eating healthy just because you're eating, you know, organic or you're eating fruits and veggies and lean proteins and all that good stuff. That's great. That's really, really good. But if you don't understand how many calories you're taking in, even if you're eating quote healthy calories, if you're consuming too many of those calories, you won't lose weight. So that's, that's the fundamental thing right there. Like anyone can take away from this podcast is, uh, go out, get, um, get my fitness pal on your phone or get lose it, whatever, whatever free application you want. Just start tracking your intake for seven yeah. days and yeah. it will create so much awareness. Right. And I'm sure you've seen this as well.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I mean, both of us should probably be on commission. Well, it's a free app, but for those apps, because where you start to food track, because that awareness uh, you know, it's just built in accountability. If you have to punch in that you had, you know, entire family size bag of Miss Vicky's chips, right? You're probably going to rethink, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat the whole bag. Because right. a lot of times the, the eating is just it, it's reactive, it's not proactive. And there's just no thought put into it.
1: Totally. Yeah, I couldn't agree anymore. When you have to when you have to, you know, log it in there, it creates awareness around. It. And the parallel I like to draw, the analogy I like to give is like, let's say if you want to save money, right? Like, let's say if you put a goal that you wanted to save ten thousand dollars in the next in the next year, but you had no idea where your bank account was every month, you were just right. guessing. You're like, ah, I think I'm at three thousand, or I think I, you know, you, you couldn't That's be a very successful. good point. Yeah, yeah you, I love you it. Couldn't, you couldn't be successful with it. You'd have to have the awareness of. What you were bringing in every month, what you were spending, and then where your total monthly, you know, uh, total was at the end of every month. So, same same concept. You can't expect to uh, lose weight, especially for women who are already pretty fit, right? Like, right. so women who are already pretty fit. Um, they have a good amount of muscle, they maybe want to lose the last few pounds or, you know, get to get the very lean midsection. Oh, you you absolutely need awareness, eating healthy just isn't enough. If someone's just beginning their journey. And let's say they want to lose 100 pounds something like that. Of course, like lifestyle changes, you know, just swaps, right. simple swaps can yeah. make a big impact. But yeah, awareness is key.
0: All right. So you know, you're you're mentioning, you know, noticing how much is in the bank account or noticing calories. So is the answer calorie restriction and then continued calorie restriction? Because that's yeah. the that's the trend. What how do you, what do you think of that?
1: That's a great question. Um, and I, again, I know you know this um, from working with so many women. Is you know on paper, yes, like the first law of what we call thermodynamics, or which is a fancy term for fat loss, is yeah, calories in, calories out. So on paper, right? If we just assess fat loss, it would say eat less calories than you take in and you should lose weight. But what paper doesn't tell us and what standard formulas just don't take into consideration is human metabolism is billions and billions of chemical reactions daily. So like your internal processes that are going on um, is so complex, so dynamic, like your human chemistry is very intense. So, what, what isn't taken into consideration is if we, you have a female client who has dieted for most of her adult life, yeah. right? So maybe starting in adolescence, which is, it, it's not, it's not your fault, right? It's not anyone's fault. I mean, that's like what media puts out to women is, uh, eat salads, go do cardio, stay away from weights, don't lift heavy yeah. 1200 calories per day. So it's like, you're just, you know, I, I couldn't imagine what it's like being a female growing up in the diet culture that exists. Yeah. Um, so you're bombarded with this messaging, but what what happens is if a woman has gone through, you know, periods of losing weight, gaining weight back, low calorie crash dieting, rapid uh, rebound weight gain, it changes things. It changes your metabolism moving forward. So yeah. for someone coming in, who maybe is still on a lower calorie diet but wants to lose a significant amount of weight and they're just perplexed as to why their body's not responding, then no, calorie restriction isn't the answer. That's when we would start to look at things like a recovery diet, um, improving their hormone profile, getting their body back into a position where it can lose fat by reverse dieting or actually increasing calories. Um, right. so th- yeah, so no, um, the, the simple answer is, uh, calorie restriction is not always the answer that 's why you need to work with a good coach who knows how to assess you as an individual take into take into consideration your past metabolic history what yeah. you 've done in the past matters today like if I get a client coming in to me today you know coming to see me as a dietitian says. Hey, look, I've never attempted weight loss before, uh, in my entire life. I'm in my forties. Great. This is going to be easy, right? Like we just have to deficit, you know, uh, lifestyle changes, all that good stuff. But if I get a woman who's coming in, which is, this is what happens. I'd say 90, 95% of the time, you know, coming in saying, look, I've tried the weight watchers. I've tried the Atkins. I tried the low carb. I tried the low fat. Uh, I've tried so many things and you know, I've had some successes, but I've never had something sustainable. Like I know that we might have to consider a reverse diet, a recovery diet before I can get them to lose fat.
0: And, and that reverse diet is so difficult to get people to like, to get women to eat more, to confidently eat more. And, you know, so, so doing it on your own is very tough because it's so counterintuitive. I want to eat, I want to lose weight and now I have to put more on my plate it's, it's the mindset because so many women are in the diet culture, they're chronic dieters. Totally. So, so that is the importance of having a coach because how much do I eat? What do I eat? What quality, what quantity, you know, uh, you know, that, that's the big, that's the big trick. Or do you find that, that the difficult part?
1: Couldn't agree anymore. Cause like you said, you know, um, women have just been bombarded with this message their entire life yeah. of low calorie diets, you know, a thousand calories don't lift weights. It's going to make you bulky. Uh, yeah, you know, all this misinformation, it's not their fault. It's just what they've known. So yeah, yeah then you, you know, here you are in your, uh, you know, adult life in your forties, you know, whatever, late forties, um, early fifties. And now someone's coming to you and saying, no, I actually need you to eat more calories. Yeah. Um, I need you to trust this process here. And then down the line, we'll be able to lose fat. Of course, that's very scary. But that's why accountability is so crucial. Accountability connects the knowing to the doing so it helps you take that information and actually you know make it applicable and there will be days you know if, if a woman's listening to this and they they know they have to go through this or they are going through this process oh there will definitely be days that you have to you know kind of question the process there will be days that you will doubt it it, it, it will be scary at times but that's yeah. why the accountability works and i always look at it like this too um if you have someone coming in and they're on a very low calorie diet it's called a thousand calories 800 1200 calories it's just it's illogical to expect to go any lower. Like Absolutely.
0: what can you do, right? Like yeah. if you're
1: not losing weight, and realistically you've been following a low calorie diet for you know several months, if not years, you can't go any lower. So the only two things you can do, and this is what I always say to my clients, the only two things you can do is we either stay here, stay where you're at, and continue yeah. getting the results you've you've been getting, which is what you don't want, or we increase calories and we do something different. So correct building that yeah. roadmap tends to help too sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I know we both say this is that education does, you know, propel compliance because once people know, uh, or understand what the process is and what's coming next and what to expect, it makes it a little bit easier to follow. So in your experience, when, when you're taking, say a woman through a reverse diet, and this is probably very individual, but in, Can you globally say, hey, we're going to reverse diet for a month, two months or uh, before we can start to, you know, see, you know, or, or work on some weight loss? Does it depend on the metabolic adaptation of that woman? Is there an average that you can, that a woman could expect to say be eating more and then start losing weight after?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question. And and like most things in science, there isn't a a, a universal answer that exists. Right. Um, I can tell you that it's usually predicated on the amount of time that the client has spent in a calorie deficit. So like, yeah. let's say if I've had a woman who has yo-yo dieted, and when I say yo-yo diet, I just mean losing weight, gaining it back yeah. uh, for a period of uh, 10 years, well, then we probably know we have some more d- damage. I, I use that word very lightly, but we we have some work to undo before Correct. we have we have some knots to untangle before yep. we can get you know with a usable rope. Um, yep. So I, I have one client distinctly remember um her name is BK and she um she was a crossfitter you know like much like much like you very strong and very athletic you know in great shape but um couldn't lose weight and she did the you know like the low calorie diet for a few years um like right. I think she came to me at about 900 or 800 oh calories gosh. per day yeah in her in her 20s too so you know okay. feeling all the negative impact and all that we spent 9 months doing a reverse yeah. diet. So nine yeah. months increasing her calories before this girl ever like saw an, an ounce of fat loss. Uh, then we then we went into the fat loss phase and she crushed it. She achieved new levels of body fat, um, new levels of low body fat that she's never achieved. And the whole good thing about it too was it was sustainable. That's the Genius. thing you have to remember as you're yeah. entering that process. Yes, it's going to take some time, but yeah. you're going to go through a sustainable fat loss program. So you'll never, if like all goes according to plan, you'll never have to go into fat loss again. So I would say, look at how much time you spent in a calorie deficit. Look how much, you know, how many diet protocols you've tried in the past, like really assess your past weight loss history. And then that will predicate usually how long you have to spend doing some recovery work.
0: That's very good information. So, so BK, for example, or other clients that are, you know, taking time in this reverse, how are you keeping them motivated? How are they motivating themselves when they, when they get on the scale and they don't see results, they don't see results. So what are, what's your focus to keep them, you know, on track?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question. I think it comes down to two things, Shauna. Uh, Number one, setting very clear, realistic expectations in the beginning. So I'm making sure I'm fully transparent that my client knows before we ever sign up to work together, before we ever begin this, that this is a process that will take usually several months. And I, I usually estimate it based on, you know, the history that sure. I just seen, yeah. So I set that clear expectation from the get-go. So yeah. that usually helps that, hey, we will not, so in Brittany's case, we will not see fat loss for about six to nine months. Are you yeah. okay with that? If right. we, when we get you there, you're going to sustain it, you're going to feel the best you've ever felt. Yes, great. You still have to remind them of that. I, I, I don't say I've ever gone through a reverse diet where I've not had to remind a client of that. Correct. Um, yeah. But when you set that clear expectation from the get-go, they're on board. Like you said very uh, eloquently earlier, people fear what they don't understand. So yeah. if, if you don't truly explain this and build that roadmap for them, anyone will, any woman would fear, any guy would fear being told to eat more calories to burn more fat. Because like you said, that's just so counterintuitive. Yeah. So that's number one. And number two is just setting goals beyond fat loss. So like with her, we set performance goals. She wanted to Excellent. hit PRs with her yeah. deadlift, with her um, you know, squat, all that good stuff. So it's just setting goals beyond fat. So many, so many female clients just get so uh singularly focused on that scale is like the only measurement uh, or the only variable yeah. In terms of making progress but like what about your strength what about your energy like have you ever wanted to run a marathon or do a crossfit competition or just whatever do you know a barbell squat um like setting those goals because once you have more fuel and your body's really you know cranking up metabolically you can start to go accomplish those things
0: i love it we're you're totally speaking my language because i'm always talking about you know well we all talk about non-scale victories but Specifically, I talk about performance goals, because when we focus on performance, then uh, usually a happy outcome is also, you know, uh, improved aesthetics. Because when we're eating for for performance, it takes time, like it did with your client that you're describing now, and and she was specifically focusing on nutrition as well. But oftentimes, even if I have a client that's, you know, not as as focused on nutrition, but really is focused on performance, uh, you know, you're going to be, uh, protecting your sleep. You're going to naturally be choosing foods that are whole and healthy and, and, uh, energizing. So I just love that you're, you're mentioning about performance goals, um, because the the happy outcome is often, you know, improved aesthetics. And honestly, you and I both know that Mrs. Jones could come to us and we could help Mrs. Jones help. Mrs. Jones drop 10 pounds this month and yep. she could feel like a bag of soup, barely get off the couch. Her hair and nails would be horrible. She would have sallow skin and just be looking horrible. Like she'd just be a skinnier version of her former fat self. And I don't think that's the look people are going for.
1: Right. Absolutely. You know, you're so true. Everyone wants, and that that's something too, that I help um, kind of get my clients to this realization is again, just by diet culture, women have been so conditioned to be chasing a number, right? Like I'll yeah. feel better when I'm a size two, I'll feel better when I'm 130 pounds. I'll feel yeah. better, right? Whatever. Yeah. Um, I always kind of make light of it and say that, look, I've never had a client walk around with a t-shirt that says, I wear a size two or I'm 140 yeah. pounds, but then they don't feel good, right? Like it, that doesn't matter. But yeah. what every woman is chasing is that feeling of confidence, right? Regardless right. of what the scale says. Like if the scale, maybe if you have a client who wants to weigh 130 pounds, let's say they, wear, they weigh 100, I don't know, 145 pounds, but they feel amazing, they feel confident in their own skin, they feel, you know, attractive to their partner, just attractive, you know, in, in general. Yeah. yeah. Like would they care that the scale is a little bit higher? Of course not. So it's focusing more on that feeling of strength, confidence, right? Um, You know, improvement. That's what you should be focusing on.
0: So one little trick that I have for my clients is to uh, quantify three non-scale victories before they get on the scale. Because oftentimes, you, you know, they're like, oh, I'm feeling good. And then they get on the scale and it's not the number they wanted so then they're totally deflated. They forget about, oh man, you know, I just lifted x or, you know, I my my pants are fitting better, I'm sleeping uh, more soundly. They forget about all those non-scale victories when the number doesn't say what they had expected because for so many women as you know, the number colors their day. It's either going to be a good day or a bad day whatever that number says. So yeah. just, you know, neutralizing the scale and really focusing on the non-scale victories is something that I really focus on uh, with my clients. Um, I'm, I'm going to switch gears here a little bit, Tony, because, you know, keto is super hot these days. So I just want you to weigh in on uh, the keto diet. Tell me about your thoughts on on that, because that's like a quick train to fat loss. Ed. Totally you know, that's what, that's what people think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, he, here's the thing that I always say about Sean, cause you're right. This is such a popular topic right now is look, the best nutrition program is the one that you can personally stick to. So if someone's listening to this and they do keto and they love it, they feel amazing with it. Like they, it just fits in their lifestyle. They're so satisfied and they're so fulfilled with it. Great. Great. Continue doing that. However, most people are looking to it, as you said, like this silver bullet or this yeah. magical thing that is going to be super easy and strip them of all this body fat. Now, when you are in ketosis, which is the process of the ketogenic diet, yes, you are oxidizing more fat compared to someone who's consuming carbohydrates and utilizing glucose as energy. So, yes, you can definitely see um, perhaps quicker weight loss, and plus, your weight will come down rapidly because you're not storing um, carbohydrates as glycogen, which carries water with it. So yeah, Yeah. you you see some more rapid results. However, if it's not sustainable, and this goes for any dietary protocol, not just keto diets, but if it's not sustainable, you will rebound. You you will be the person we described earlier, of someone who started a program, see some rapid results, because that does happen with keto for the factors I just mentioned, but then you don't stick to it, and then you gain the weight back. And then that is just so hard psychologically and physiologically because yeah. now it makes future fat loss, um, more difficult. I had a client who is a registered, who's a fellow registered dietitian and he's a keto dieting expert. Um, and he himself did keto and then he was transitioning more into a flexible approach, uh, of nutrition, which is what I do with macronutrients and carbohydrates. And he said that, he did the keto diet for about six months to go through what he tells his clients to go through. Um, right. And that's what he always prefaces. And I mean, this guy's one of the top keto experts um, in the US and he always prefaces telling any client who comes in that if you are looking for a quick fix, keto is not for you. If right. you're gonna do the keto diet, you should expect to live that lifestyle for at least nine to 12 months. And right. I absolutely love that. Absolutely yeah. love that. That that's It's like anything. It's like any other protocol. If you're gonna do it, it's going to be a lifestyle,
0: right? Yeah, I think I, I think one of the big mistakes that that people make, and it's you know it's not necessarily people's fault. It's just um, you know the information they just glean a little bit of information. So so you know what people do is they're like, okay, I'm going to do the keto diet, but I'm not going to go all in. Mm. But I hear that you know fat is healthy. I'm going to have lots of fat because that's the keto diet. But then The trade-off is when you're doing the keto diet, you, you really have to drop your carbs and they don't, they, they have a high fat diet, but then they have too many carbs, which we know is the magic formula for fat gain Mm. is the carbs and the fat together. So maybe just a little bit of information can be dangerous.
1: (laughs) Totally. Oh, I, I agree. And like you said, it's just like, Keto is so glamorized by the media. You know, I I saw, I I forget where it was, but someone's like, I eat ribeyes and bacon and butter all day long, and I'm losing all this fat. So it's like, it's glamorized, right? But yeah, yeah, no, the reality is the ketogenic diet is an extremely, I mean, we're talking under, and and don't quote me, but I believe under 15 or 20 grams of total carbs per day. Yes. Right? So to keep your body in ketosis. Because if you're yeah. not in ketosis, then you're just on a very low-carb diet, and you're just going to feel like crap. Um, yes. So yes, yeah, it's something that takes an unbelievable amount of commitment to. And let, let's be honest, for most adult, like for most busy average American or Canadian adults, right, it's just not realistic. Like if your boss wants to take you out for lunch, and they don't have keto-approved foods, what do you do? If it's exactly. Your, if it's your yeah. kid's birthday, and there's cake and ice cream, what do you do, right? Yeah. So it's about finding not the fastest results, but find the program that produced lasting results.
0: Right. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Uh, It's all about the sustainability. And I mean, it's just, it's our culture that we have the instant gratification, but the instant gratification is really in the long run run kind of killing our long-term results. So then it's the keto diet and then it's, you know, just trying diet after diet with with no results and then actually digging yourself into a, a bigger pit of metabolic, you know, uh, mayhem, so to sure. speak. And then, you know, it's a long way back, but the fact is, is that we can come back, but it's, it's not, it's not necessarily the kind of thing that you can do with just a read it and eat it plan that you get from the grocery store, you know, or from a magazine because sure. everybody is, very different. So the fastest way to results is to find that person that you resonate with, that you trust, that's going to provide that roadmap, set the expectations, provide a livable, um, you know, protocol so that, you know, over time your body will, because I'm a real believer that our body doesn't want to be overweight. Our body ha- wants to be, a, you know, a healthy weight. So if we fix it from the inside, the outside is going to follow. If we have 50 pounds, you know, if we're 50 pounds overweight, our body doesn't want that. Our knees don't want that. But if we fix metabolically and, you know, the process is inside, we, we fix the metabolism and then we fuel our body sufficiently, our body will shed that weight. Would you would you agree?
1: Totally. Oh, totally. I agree with that to where I love what you said of if, if you fix yourself from the inside, then the, you know, the external um, changes will just be a result of that. So it's, it's so true. Um, you do have to kind of take a look at your metabolism from a total complete standpoint. And yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Like you, your body is meant to be active, to be healthy, to be nourished. So I um, yeah. couldn't agree anymore with what you said. That's very powerful.
0: Okay, one more myth or, you know, diet protocol I want you to weigh in on, and that is intermittent fasting because I have a lot of people that want to come, you know, that come and say, hey, you know, what about, what about IF for me? So sure. any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so again, uh, my answer would be, you know, the best protocol is the one that you can stick to. So the research with intermittent fasting is very uh, what we call non-conclusive. So everything from everything we can see – From all the research that's really available to us right now, the biggest thing that we can determine is that as long as you are hitting your total daily calorie goals, we can't say that if you, you know, keep it to eight hours per day, or if you eat over a 24 hour window, or if you stop eating at 9 PM or you start eating five, like it, it doesn't matter in the great right. scheme of things. Okay. Yeah. Cause again, you, I've seen that too. Like, uh, it was a YouTube video and this guy was talking about like, oh, my key to success is intermittent fasting helps me burn. So, no, it doesn't. You're just eating less overall calories. So right. if you prefer, to keep your calories in a window of time that's much shorter. Great. I've used, I've used modified intermittent fasting protocols with clients who are on lower, who are trying to get like super shredded, um, on much lower calories, the hunger levels are up. So it definitely helps to deter hunger, but again, don't do it. If you think it's this magical silver bullet, that's going to expedite results and, and, you know, avoid the harder work or whatever. So for most people, um, you know, if they're working an active job or if they really need to, you know, get going in the morning, fasting doesn't make sense for them, right? Yeah. Maybe someone with a more sedentary lifestyle, they could get away with fasting. Um, but yeah, most people, they enjoy eating in the morning and that's something that they should do. It's, it's the total daily calories that matter most.
0: I love it. You know, there's, there's a, I don't, I, I, I don't want to say it in a, you know, negative way, but sometimes there's just a serious lack of common sense, where nutrition is involved, like our grandparents, our parents were so right in terms of, hey, just eat your vegetables, eat, you know, eat healthy food. And, um, you know, we're, we're the media, a lot of times just sells us these magic bullets of, you know, supplements or protocols that that are just going to, like, Get us lean in you know overnight, but nothing happens overnight to kill our metabolism or to you know help us gain weight, so nothing uh, magical is going to reverse that process, so you're just like the voice of reason over there, Stephen. I really appreciate your message,
1: oh yeah, no, I mean I'm just kind of following up with what you're saying here, so yeah um you're absolutely right it's a, it's about the long game, no matter what. And it's like, whatever you want to achieve in life, right? If you want to be massively successful, great. Well, you're not going to go do one thing overnight and get there. You yeah. know, if, if you want to run a marathon, you've never ran before. Great. You're not going to just go step out of your house and go run whatever it is, 23, 24 miles. I don't know. I hate distance running.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. but, you know,
1: Same thing with fat loss. So yeah. Totally
0: All right. So if people want to find you and, you know, connect with you, where, where are they going to find you? Tony?
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um, just my website is Tony and Um, and then I'm on Instagram is really the best place I love connecting. So it's just Tony underscore Stefan. Um, so yeah, send me a direct message. I'm on Facebook as well, but yeah, send me a direct message. Um, you know, feel free to reach out to me. You know, I, I love engaging with people. So absolutely.
0: And I will have your links in the show notes, but I really want to encourage people, especially to hit your Instagram, because I know that they'll find your website from, from Instagram as well. But Tony, you have such amazing and informative and sometimes super funny posts. So I love following you on Instagram. So I'm going to encourage everyone uh, to, to find you on Instagram and follow along. And I really appreciate you weighing in on you know the whole dieting scene right now it's you're, you're providing timeless uh answers for us so thank you so much for for being here
1: oh well thank you to you I, I am a big fan of your content as well the legacy that you have in this industry so i'm very grateful for you to have me on here. I'm very grateful for everyone who took time out today to listen to this and hopefully took away like a nugget or two that they can go out and apply to their lifestyle. So thank you to you for having me on.
0: Absolutely. That's it for today. This has been the Shauna K Show. Head to podcast.shaunakay.com for show notes and more. See you next time.